much, Emily. Well, decades after our Aussie troops fought in Vietnam, many of us now go there on holidays. And one of the popular sites is to see a network of tunnels used by the Viet Cong. This site is not far from Ho Chi Minh City in south of Vietnam. Wow, how cramped it is. But many visitors don't know that our Australian diggers were the first Allied soldiers to get into the tunnels during the war when it was very dirty and very dangerous work. And Jimmy Thompson has researched the history of the tunnels as background for his latest novel, Tunnel Vision. And he's come back to visit us again here at Studio 10 and tell <coughs> us all about them. Hey. Welcome back. about the tunnels. You're absolutely fascinated by them. I think obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> That's the correct term. I, uh, I wrote a book of, oh, about six or seven years ago about our Australian soldiers who discovered the tunnels. Mm. I say they discovered the tunnels. The Americans knew the tunnels were there. They but knew they used to walk on the top of them. They would blow up the entrances. They never went down. And no, our... At some stage, they used to walk on the top. And because of the air ventilation, yep. You couldn't see it. Right. That's yep. how the air got into into the tunnels. Yep. They'd walk on top of them, mm. didn't they? Yep. And these tunnels were basically why the Vietnamese, the North Vietnamese, won the war because they, they were fighting this guerrilla campaign. The, the Americans, Absolutely. the Australians, didn't know where they were going, where yep. they were coming from. It was like they literally appeared out of nowhere. And, the tunnels, and this is how they did it. And the tunnels stretched for hundreds of kilometres. Yep. And right at the end of the war, they they tunneled under the American base. Oh my really? God! Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. How did that? What, what did they use to tunnel to, to make these tunnels? To tunnel into the ground? Just they done it. Little trowels and baskets and wow. lots and lots of people and just wow. determination. Wow. And, and they actually had an instruction book that said, "You only go 30 meters before you take a 30 degree turn, and then you've got to take a 60 degree turn for the next." That's amazing. So that. It was all laid out. It was all. It didn't happen by accident. It was all incredibly no. well planned. And how many soldiers were down there at, at one it's time? It's been estimated that between 1,500 and 3,000. And at the beginning of the tunnels, they had these spikes that came out of the ground. So if, if they were going into the tunnels, they'd, they'd just get to a part and they'd be spiked. Wow. That's how they died. You, you've, you've been inside these tunnels too, have. haven't you? What was yeah. it like? Well, it's an it's we're, we're the amazing. right size. We're the right size. <laughs> we're if we'd been there, they'd have had us straight down yep. into the tunnel because we're we're the, the correct size. Bigger people. Mm. I mean, I I take tours there, and yep. uh, I occasionally forget you'll get a big strapping yeah. Aussie who says, "I want to go down the tunnel," and you they can't. Off they go, and you go, "Oh, he's taking a while." I, I, I look. I've, I'm feeling claustrophobic just looking at them Paddy, on the screen. Well, Paddy Newton and I went back in '96, and she couldn't go down them. She was. Too yeah. yeah, but yeah. they. What amazed me is when they slept, they had these sleeping blocks, so that they didn't get too yeah. comfortable. Mm. Oh. Not oh, a right. pillow. Well, and in the tunnel. In the tunnels. Oh, they, had, they had bedrooms. They had dormitories. They had kitchens. They had classrooms. People spent six months living underground. Oh my God! It was a huge. It was a city. It was an underground city. And the Australians who discovered it, and these were. These was, this was before conscription. These were volunteers. They hadn't got the message from the Americans, never go down the tunnels. So when they found an entrance, so down they went. So talk us, talk us through what it must have been like for the first Australian uh, diggers to go down into these tunnels that they weren't meant to go down into. Right. They were booby-trapped. Everything. What well, the first, entrance, the first entrance they found, they, they started lifting the lid and they realised there was about a dozen fish lines, fishing wire. 
connected to um, uh, bombs and the trees oh. all around. Wow. So they had to deal, but fortunately they were Australian sappers, engineers, so that's what they do. They deal with that stuff. And then they go down and they always said that you needed three hands. You know, one for your bayonet to probe for booby traps. Yeah. One for your flashlight so you could see where you're going and the other one for your gun so you could shoot anyone that you met along the way. Wow. So it was pretty scary. And these guys are incredibly brave. Really then, incredibly yeah, brave. Yeah, it's a special kind of soldier that yeah. can do that work, yeah. isn't it? It's slightly mad. Helps. <laughs> when I went back there, there was a, an ex-Viet Cong colonel who was taking yep. a tour of the tunnels, yep. which I think if, if you had every war situation or every atrocity that's happened, mm. if you just didn't have it and then made it an attraction, mm. so you had no people that died, yeah. do you know well, what I mean? Really, yeah. Like the Kokoda Trail is one of the biggest things for people to do. Just yeah. minus the wall would be good. But I actually think it's beautiful that we do do those things, which is why I'm so violently against whitewashing history and sort of, you know, destroying these monuments, even monuments to evil, because things like Auschwitz, things like the tunnels, yeah. things like the Cocoa Track are so important to remind people of the mm. sacrifices that were made the and some of the horrors made. that were committed. But the thing is, you go to Vietnam, and not just at the tunnels, but in the presidential palace and the various monuments, there's no mm. mention of Australia. Mm. Really? Oh. It's all about America, and that's the, the Vietnamese call it the American War. And, you know, even the Battle of Coral Balmoral, I think they, they mm. were coming up to one of the anniversaries, that was the biggest battle that Australian troops were involved in in the Vietnam War. Bigger than Long Tan. Bigger than Long Tan, really? Much bigger. Yet, you go there, there are two, two monuments on the site, neither of which mention Australians. So how and are Australians regarded there? Oh, they love us. Okay. Mm. They, <laughs> they do. do. They're, so they're, they're like so big... beautiful, aren't they? Yeah. The yeah. Vietnamese people, when you go over, they're kind. They're just so lovely. Mm. Sort of like they the Turks like... and the Aussies when you go to... It's very much like that. Gallipoli. Yeah. I mean, mm. they're the... Um, OK, the <laughs> Vietnamese like the fact that there are tourists coming over. Mm. And we generally are a bit less uh, bombastic than other <laughs> countries that I won't mention. <laughs> hey, hey, where are your tunnels, huh? Where are some tunnels? Well, you guys' a, food is kind of weird. Such a fascinating, um, fascinating story and fascinating read. Jimmy Thompson's latest novel is called Tunnel Vision, and it's out now. Thank you so much for dropping by. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're back after the break.